Let me doc- invite onto the show Dr. Mike Masiapato, who is the Commissioner of the Border Management Authority. Uh, Dr. Masiapato, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Cathy, and uh, uh, thanks for the invite and the listeners. You seem to have your hands full along the country's borders and seemingly not coping very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, Cathy, maybe let me start by indicating uh, this point um, that um, the Border Management Authority, as we speak, it is basically in the process of being fully established. So we are in the process of fully establishing the Border Management Authority, and we are doing two things. Um, The first thing, Kathy, we are doing the integration, meaning we are bringing together all of the various departments that are currently uh, sitting at the border environment, and we are bringing all of them into this Border Management Authority. That's the first thing. But the second thing we are doing, we are also capacitating uh, this Border Management Authority parallel to that process of integration. And a clear example of our, of our capacitation is the 200 border guards that we have, we have been recruiting in the recent past, and we are going to be uh, deploying them or we are going to be launching them on Thursday, on the 14th, um, um, just this Thursday in, in Bay Bridge. Now, the issue of saying, are we kind of overwhelmed? Are we, you know, kind of uh, overstressed and all of that? I think the main point is to say, for the fact that we are not yet fully on the ground, we are trying to bring all of these things together. It is one of the realities that almost the historical status quo still is a challenge, and that is the whole issue around porous borders and all of those, all of those issues. And certainly when, when we look at when even you as the commissioner and deputy commissioner were appointed to these roles, it was, uh, you know, late last year that this happened. And there's a lot of work that still needs to be done, at least from the outside looking in, to fully establish the work of this authority. Yeah, indeed, Cathy. Um, you will remember as we speak, um, there are five departments uh, practically on the ground. Uh, there is, for example, the Department of Health uh, doing port health responsibilities. There is Department of Agriculture dealing with the movement of plants and all that. There is a department. Oh, sorry. Um, just, just, just. Uh, yeah, there is also the Department of uh, Environment, uh, Environmental Affairs, fairly uh, dealing with issues of biosecurity and all of those kind of issues. So. And, of course, there is also SAPS that is doing issues of access control. All of these functions, we are busy trying to integrate them, and we are trying to bring personnel together so that ultimately we have one structure, which will be the Border Management Authority, that will be responsible for doing this work. That is what we are currently busy with. And, but at the same time, like I said, we are busy trying to do the capacitation. The actual date is the 1st of April next year at the dawn of the new financial year. But we are currently doing coordination of the existing structures as we speak. So when we look forward then in April next year, the the Border Management Authority should be able to be fully running the affairs at the country's border posts, including the deployment of SANDF officials. Would that be coming from the authority? And I wonder if um, those who would be patrolling would be SANDF members or they would be uh, authority personnel? Yeah, so what is going to be happening, Cathy, and the listeners on this particular question you're raising? Firstly, the Border Management Authority uh, will be more 
uh, fully, fully uh, active inside the port of entry. That is the first area of work. But then the second area of work is then what we call the border law enforcement area, what others will describe as the borderline. Currently, as we know, on the borderline, we have members of the SNDF. But the issue here is, if you look at the responsibility of the SNDF as defined in the Constitution, is border protection and border safeguarding. They are doing all of this work in order to ensure the country's territorial integrity. But at the same time, there are a lot of activities that are taking place on the borderline, which are mainly civilian-based activities. These are areas, for example, where you have communities that have been strengthening the borderline itself, where you will find there is a school on the other side, there is a clinic on the other side. So communities are moving in and out of uh, that environment. And basically they are moving in and out of country. We are then saying in those vulnerable, we call them the vulnerable segments of the borderline, the border guards will then be deployed statically, meaning they will be sitting there making sure that no one actually does any criminal activity in those kind of areas. We are going to formalize what we call the community crossing point so that people can be able to uh, cross in and out as they do those uh, their daily activities without necessarily being criminalized, but making sure that we deal with uh, crime-related issues or, or, I would say, effecting border law enforcement in those areas. The SNDF will still be responsible for the entire, remember we have 4,700 plus, of the borderline. There are areas in the borderline where even ordinary people can't reach. But in those areas where the SNDF will be safeguarding ultimately. But in this vulnerable segment is where we are going to be deploying the border guard. Given how long it's going to take for the management authority to be fully operational, um, what what is your view uh, about the stance that, that has been taken by government when it comes to groups such as AfriForum that have been working together with the SAPS and uh, the SANDF in different communities, like a community of Messina, to, to try and, and, and deal with crime that takes place along the border? So in any case, let me start by saying it's not necessarily going to take long I have just indicated just um, when we started that on Thursday, that is the 14th of July, we are then deploying the first contingent of the border guard. So if we say, for example, it will be late, we basically mean in three days' time or so, we will then be having the forces on the ground to go into those vulnerable segments of the of the borderline as, 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 as we describe them. Now, in terms of the issue relating to AfriForum, let me put it this way, Kessie, which is a very clear issue, and I'm glad that even AfriForum themselves are able to affirm that particular position. The key issue here is partnership between law enforcement and communities is something that is encouraged, and it is something that it is even provided for in the Border Management Authority Act. If you check, for example, Section 5, uh, Subsection uh, C, it does indicate that as we do this border management work, we need to cooperate or to coordinate our efforts to cooperate with what is called border communities. And in most of our borderline, border communities are farmers in many instances. We have to be cooperating with them primarily because they are active in those particular areas as it were. It is just that what came out very much problematic is this impression that 
the AFRI Forum has taken over the function of border patrol. And that is what the statement that was issued earlier was trying to, ask, to, to act, in a way, to correct that particular assertion. And that is why even Jack himself did indicate that the problem here is what came out in terms of the activity itself. Because in any event, it could not have been allowed by law for an NGO or for anybody or a, a civilian organization to become a law enforcement authority as it were. So, but the point that, is very, that should be very much clear and understood is that partnership between border management authority and border communities is indeed legislated and we have no choice but we have to cooperate with those farmers in those border areas. Dr. Masia Pato, we're going to continue the conversation after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're taking a look at the challenge that the country faces when it comes to the management of movement along our border posts, particularly focusing on that uh, Messina area, which is the border um, alongside Zimbabwe. And uh, Mr. Mike Masiapato is the commissioner of the Border Management Authority. Earlier on, you heard from uh, Jacques Broderick, who is the campaign manager of AfriForum. Dr. Masiapato, you know, when you say that as as a border management authority, you are open to working with communities and in fact you, you need the help of communities. And then we look again at that statement that was issued that effectively also goes as far as saying that um, you know the any kind of working together that has been taking place between the SAPS, the SANDF and these neighbor hood watch groups that that should 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 come to an end and that it should stop um, at least temporarily while different investigations are, are being done what is the rationale behind that you see the, the first point is if you look at uh, the video that uh, the, 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 the the i mean afri forum uh, colleagues did that uh, video effectively was in a way, demonstrating the environment itself and how our border environment is or is looking like. And we definitely agree in terms of what they have demonstrated. We agree because it was for that reason that the Border Management Authority had to come into being to be able to address that as a problem statement. And that is why we are hard at work to make sure that we achieve this particular national objective and we deal with these issues of borders as it were. Now, the problem here is the impression, for example, like I said, that came out of the video showing cars driving on the borderline, then giving an impression that AfriForum has taken over to patrol the border. Why, therefore, this latest provision? The latest provision, you put it very clearly, um, you know, uh, Casey, when you say temporarily is to be able to address this particular issue because we also don't want a situation where there is a, you know, a possible misunderstanding that the law enforcement agencies in the country are in a way in a collusion course against family communities because that we will not need, by the way. I have actually uh, in the process of going to be having an engagement with AgriSA, which is a broader organization that is, um, you know, taking care of... Uh, you know, the farming communities broadly as it were. But this particular issue 
it is just because it does it does effectively got uh, I would say isolated on the basis of a, a a headline that had not necessarily been correct. So the intention is to to deal with that uh, particular you know uh, broader uh, error as it were. But like I said, once the error has been dealt with, partnering with border communities is a provision is, is, in is, law. Is, we is, have to is, do is government not being overly sensitive? Because again, what Afro Forum showed was a, a true picture of the work that they, they are doing. Is it a case of government not wanting to be shown up here in an area where it has been quite heavily criticized and, and continuously found wanting? So maybe let's put it this way. If you look at the work we are doing and the fact that we are going to be launching the border guard, so just four weeks or so before the launching of the border guard, then you have this issue emerging, as it were. You'll remember the video was taken earlier in the year. You, uh, I, I, I was, uh, you know, Dr. Masiapato, I was going to say, you know, we had a caller. Um, I think it was uh, JC, who, who, one of our regular listeners who's out in Mosina, um, who called us weeks back, and he's been a, 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 a member of that community for a long time, and he was telling us about the work that they have been doing. He's 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 a member of 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 one of those uh, community neighborhood watch groups, and mm. and he was telling us about the work that they have been doing over the years and and he was quite surprised that um this was even an issue to begin with because he says well we've been part of these structures for a long time and you know the 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 work that we have been doing has been resulting in 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 successes and so he doesn't understand why it seems to be an issue now that's exactly my point casey and remember casey and i have just said it now i'm saying I mean, you know, you know, it's like somebody um, wanting to create a halabaloo about SAPS cooperating with community policing forums, for instance. The cooperation of SAPS with uh, a community policing forum, it is something that is there, is supposed to be happening. It is even sanctioned, uh, even by the police working modalities. Similarly, even in the context of managing the borders, the partnership between law enforcement and border communities, it has been there for all this time. But what has been the problem? Like I said, the problem is not necessarily what is happening there. The problem is the headline that came. AfriForum has then created this structure to take over border patrol. And that is what we are saying is an error. That must be dealt with, or that must be fixed. But in terms of the actual working with the communities, indeed, I mean, he's very right. We still cooperate with the communities. We still engage with them. Even when we talk about uh, the formalizing of the informal community crossing points, those informal community crossing points, we do them with the communities in those border areas. So it is not like it is a blanket provision that says government is no longer going to be cooperating and coordinating its work with border communities. No, that continues. The only issue that is being addressed here is that error, as I've indicated, Kathy. All right, let me go to Maswabi in Bloom. Maswabi, good morning. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? What do you make of all of this, Maswabi? It's so painful to see what is happening on the ground. I'm... Causing the border daily to what Mozambique. Mm. The crime is so high in South Africa, however, our police are toothless. 
they can't do nothing. Whenever they are trying to act, they are being called xenophobic, xenophobic. People are being robbed in front of our eyes by illegal guys who are roaming around the border from Mozambique, from all other countries. The African Forum is okay. Yes, even if you can call it a competition against our police, yes, it is. Let it be like that because our government is not functioning. Mm. Do, 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 do you think that the do you think that Afro Forum uh, has taken things a step further than they needed to? No, no, they, they are good. You must take it further because first of all, obviously, we are talking about the safety, safety of the law-abiding citizens of Kisi. That's all we need. We don't have to compare egg and potato because both they are food bar, but they are in the divine. If you put it in the boiling water, the other one becomes soft, the other one becomes hard. So, African Forum is good. Safety first. We gotta enforce that. Simple right. as that. All right, Maswabi. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Ekuruleni. Ali, good morning. This uh, is Yes. Let me declare upfront: I'm not the fan and supporter of Afri Forum, but Afri Forum's intervention is so justifiable. I wish they could have started as soon as yesterday. We are talking about the same government, same soldiers who were found wanting when we had July unrest. Right now, we've got people shooting people at taverns. We've got people committing cash in transit. I grew up and still stay in the township. Probably your, your guest there is one of those who stay in areas where you must first report at the security before you access his residence. This, is, this government is very good in establishing agencies, policies, press statements, but they never walk the talk. If the government did not fail to do their job, Afri Forum will not be in the picture. This is the same Afri Forum. If it was not for them, Senzo Meyua's case should, it should not be in the court. Uh, we don't have trust in government, no matter what they say. They've failed us and people in the township at the grassroots level are the ones bearing the brunt of these illegal uh, unguarded borders. And right now, just as I, I'm wrapping up, there was a time they were taking uh, cars, especially buckies, and crossing the border. My, my two-years-old two bucky was taken at my home last November. Even up to today, the police have not come to check what happened. It was found somewhere because of tracker, totally dismantled. We suffer on daily basis. I don't even trust what the guy is saying because it's just country deployment. I support Afri Forum. All right, all right. Thanks for that uh, call, Ali in Ekruleni. On the WhatsApp line, I just got a message from David, and uh, he's put up a, a picture of his son. He says, hi, Kathy. Here's a picture of my son standing at the border fence between South Africa and Zimbabwe. There isn't a single SANDF soldier to be seen in six days along that border. The entire fence was destroyed. And really, uh, you know, the, the, the picture of the fence in, 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 in this instance, it looks absolutely pitiful. Um, yeah, completely, completely destroyed. Philip in Mbumalanga, good morning. Good morning. 
I want just want to say the commissioner, I think, what you got you got what it gets onto every forum's neck, but Jaisi found in, as you said, a couple of weeks back, and he also has got an NGO and a patrolling. Why doesn't he get onto uh, Jaisi's neck? Why Why every forum? I think this is exactly what happened, happened in Kailicha, Ogubeletu, when the minister got to Cameron's neck. So uh, just because it's it's a white type of thing, uh, then it's fine. Then you can hammer him, uh, you can do what you ever want to do. And so why, the other thing I want to say is crime in South Africa. Have we ever thought why the crime is so high in South Africa? We know they blame apartheid, we know we blame poverty, we know they blame uh, all these things. But if you look at our neighbors, uh, starting from Mozambique, ending to the city, you'll find that the same people staying abroad uh, in the border. Why is the crime in those countries not so high? Why the murder rate not so high? That's the question. And I think that is the reason why South Africa is in trouble. Because those people come over the board, they know nothing will happen to them. They can murder, they can steal, they can do whatever they want. They just run back because nobody is going to get them. In my town, near Swaziland, uh, people were murdered. The murderer go abroad to Swaziland and is not delivered out to South Africa. So my question is, can't we go and look at our neighbors? and see what they do right, which we don't do right. All right, Thank all right. Philip out in Bumalanga. I'll wrap it up with Chris in Hamanskral. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Chris. Yes, yes. Good morning, and how are you, Kevin? I'm well, thank you. Good. Uh, short, short one uh, into the Austri Forum issue. I think... Uh, I'm in support of what the Forum is doing because uh, there is a need for the integrity uh, of this, the water integrity to be maintained. And if our law enforcement are found wanting, uh, nature does not allow vacuum. Something must happen to do what they were supposed to do. I listened to the commissioner, the duty commissioner, who say they, they, are, they are waiting on a program to ensure come April next year things would be uh, in place. What will be happening between now and April next year? Our our country is so much in trouble that we really need something to be done as of yesterday. And uh, as South Africans, we need to appreciate what the forum is doing, you see, mm-hmm. than to criticize and politicize Actually, they are doing it in the best interest of the country. Because as government, until now, we, we have not been able to do what is what we are supposed to do. Hence, we, we have got this uh, problem, right? Now, uh, for those who are saying Afro-Faram, this, Afro-Faram, that, uh, they are saying it because they are, maybe they feel protected wherever they are, but South Africans are tired of this level of insecurity, you see? All so right. that's 
that's what I wanted to say. Uh, All right, Chris and Haman Skrull, thanks for calling in. We'll leave it there with you. Uh, let me go on to social media. Uh, Nimutsonga says, Hi, Kathy. It's dangerous what Afroforum is doing. We can't give authority of keeping the country safe to private NGOs. Next thing, they'll be running Metro Police and SAPs. Who gave them the mandate to conduct such? In suburbs, there will also be racial profiling, I tell you. Uh, Dr. Masia Pato, you heard then what our listeners have, have had to say on this issue. Yeah, no, Kathy, maybe um, let me maybe take this opportunity to reflect on the actual launch of the border guard, Kathy, because that is uh, what government is in the process uh, of doing uh, with the view of uh, addressing the problem statement. And I really um, want to just give this line that says, indeed, every forum, um, uh, I would say, took advantage of the, of the environment and on that particular basis, yeah, I suppose they, 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 they might have achieved their objective. But from a government point of view, Kathy, let me put it this way. On Thursday, we are launching the first uh, 200 cohorts of the, of the border guard. And the intention is to deploy them into the vulnerable segments of the, of the borderline. And, they, and, and their deployment will then start to address this whole issue of uh, our borders being described as porous. So the first contingent is going to be deployed uh, in the Mucina area, uh, that is uh, east and west of uh, Bay Bridge. And then the second contingent will then be deployed in um, Pumalanga, that is our border together with Mozambique, um, that is around Lubombo. So it's going to be on the south part and the, in the north part of Lubombo, uh, as it were. And then from there, the other contingent will be going to northern KZN. I think uh, it was um, uh, one of... Uh, um, the, 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 the callers, I think it's Ali, who spoke about the 4 by 4 issues in Northern KZN area. We are going to be statically deploying the border guards in that area and they will be uh, starting to deal with those uh, uh, challenges relating to the, the stealing of the 4 by 4s which then cross into Mozambique. And of course, the next contingent uh, will then be going to the Free State uh, with our border with Lesotho and in there is going to be around Macero Bridge as well as Fixback area. And there we are going to be addressing the issues there that are, in a way, uh, cross-border-related uh, challenges in that uh, area as it were. So, so that is the, the broader deployment that we are going to be doing of this first contingent. And, of course, as we go along, Kathy, we will then be uh, bringing more and more into, into the fray. And these are, we describe it as the beginning of the journey to start dealing with the issues of border management, which had effectively not necessarily been done, hence, the problem statement is very much clear and everybody is able to articulate those so, realities. So, that so Dr. Masia Pato, if I heard you correctly earlier, you said uh, there were about 200 uh, border guards that had been rec- recruited. Yeah, the first, the first cohort, um, uh, Casey, is 200. That's the 200 first cohort. That they and are all course, going to Mosina. No, 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 they're not all going to Mosina. Okay. They're going to be going to all these various segments, as I've described. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that you're still going to be stretched, though. No, but you know, you know, you know, Casey, what we are going to be doing, remember, as I said, the borderline itself, the physical borderline is 4,700. So we are not going to be trying to even say we can cover that. But the deployment of the border guards will be on those vulnerable segments. We already know 
which segments are problematic areas, and those are the areas where we are going to be deployed. The rest of the other oversight uh, responsibility still remains that of the SNDF. So we will be oversight, we agree, but because we are going to certain areas of concern, that is the area where we are going to start having impact. And as we get more capacity, we'll be able to then uh, extend our presence in those areas. All right. We're going to leave it there for this morning. Dr. Mike Masiapato, he is the Commissioner of the Border Management Authority. It's 11 o'clock. Dineo Mutawung is standing by with your latest news.